Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm here today with my colleague, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Jenny. And we are going to be talking about managing the pitch process. Um, So really talking about as you, as a company, as a brand, as an individual, you're ready to start reaching out to an an agency, a communications agency for some support. So we'll talk about where to start, what to expect, some good do's and don'ts to help you um, get started. So Sophie, I will straight away hand over to you and kind of ask you, um, so somebody's ready, they're ready to go and speak to an agency. Where do, what do they do first? Where do they even start? Okay, thanks, Jenny. So the most important starting point is to make sure that you are briefing your agencies correctly. (laughs) Now this is a bit of an issue within the industry as a whole and I think it probably comes down to actually a lot of marketing managers don't really understand their strategy. So how Mm -hmm. can they properly brief an agency if they don't understand the strategy themselves? So I'd say before you want to get into a pitch process, really get your brief nailed and do that by understanding your strategy properly. So I'll just talk a little bit about that. We could probably do a whole other podcast on it, but I'll just really quickly whiz through just so um, the people listening can have a bit of an idea. So the first step to creating your strategy would be to diagnose what's going on in your market and to build a segmentation. Once you've done that, then you just need to answer three questions. So who is it that you're going to target from your segmentation? You want to decide how you're going to position your brand to those targets that you've identified. And then you want to decide your most important objectives. Now, once you've covered off those three things, that is your strategy. (laughs) There it is. And then you can brief your agency. So I'd say spend some time getting that Mm. first. And so know your strategy. Yeah. And agencies can help, can't they, to a certain extent. But they only they can only go so far without that strategy can't they they don't know necessarily they know roughly maybe who your target audience is but they don't have the same kind of data you have um and it's really important that they know that in order to and the business objectives as well that's super important so that they know what they're aiming towards they know what they should be doing exactly you can outsource a lot but you really should know your strategy first that should be you coming up with that it's it's almost as well like when you hire a creative agency you don't really want to go to the creative agency with you know some ideas for an advert you've knocked up you know it's like (laughs) know when to step back and when to step forward so know your strategy and present that in your brief to your client but don't come to them with particular creative ideas because that's really what you're that's what you're paying for right so I guess it's knowing about what you're good at and which bits you want to outsource Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's, um, yeah, as you say, the, the brief is so important. You will only get as good as ideas as, as your brief is. So it's really important to nail that. And other, I suppose, other things to put in your brief are um, any the main challenges you might have that fall outside of your objectives, any key milestones or projects you have coming up. Um, and if possible, which we know is a bit of a contentious issue, is a, is a budget, right? Yeah, it is so important to put your budgets in there. And I just say that because I feel like when we ask and, and clients say they don't know, it's because they think they're going to get it cheaper than what their budget is I can tell you that isn't the case and all that's going to happen is your agency is going to come up with ideas you can't afford so a budget helps it can be a ballpark it doesn't need to be exact but just are we talking five ten thousand or are we talking 70 80 thousand at least that way your agency has a bit of an idea about how far to go in terms of the creative concepts they come up with because Mm -hmm. otherwise it's just wasting everyone's time because the agency is coming up with cool ideas that you can't ever afford Mm. and it's just not a good use of time it'd be much better better if you can be realistic about how much budget you've got to spend and then the agency can really help you make the most out of that because we're never going to be cheaper than what you think mm. so yeah it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's pointless <laughs> I think I think that's it and I think having been on both sides of the fence and you know done it briefed in and also been briefed I think you've got internally you think well if I give them a budget they'll stick exactly you know they will fill the budget rather than exactly making it as cost effective as possible but also there is an element of if I really like something I can beg borrow and steal for a bit more budget um you know if there's something great that I can go and offer you know the board MD whoever I'm reporting into if it's great I might be able to eke some more budget out for that so I don't want to restrict it so as you say, Sophie, a good a good solution to that is maybe just give a ballpark or maybe say, can you give me some ideas that fall within, this is my budget, but if I could get an extra bit of budget for this much more, you know, can you give me some bigger and better ideas for that too? And then you've got a nice balance because it's, it's very difficult, isn't it, to create ideas with no idea whatsoever of what kind of budget you're looking at exactly and in that case invariably because agencies are going to want to look their best they are going to come up with the coolest the biggest the best ideas so if it's because you're trying to keep costs down it's better just to be honest so you don't both end up disappointed yeah absolutely anything else for the the brief only just to say that there is currently a campaign in the marketing industry which some listeners might have heard of they might not it's just called the better briefs project Mm -hmm. you can check it out it's got lots of tips for how to make your brief amazing but i do just want to pick up one of the statistics from some research they did which is that when asked the question 78 percent of marketers said that they provide clear strategic direction in their briefs when they asked the same question to agencies only five percent agreed so there is a discrepancy (laughs) here people think Think they're good doing good briefs to their agencies and the agencies don't agree so I would just say if you're one of the 78% that think you're doing a really good brief giving a clear strategic direction just go back and just have another look at it with a fresh pair of eyes and think am I really doing that to an agency that perhaps doesn't know anything about my business at all mm. Yeah, that's a scary statistic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose the next point is if you know you've got your brief really on point and you're ready to go is how how do you find you know where do you even say if you've never worked with an agency before where do you go 
So the first place to start is where we start a search for anything now, which is online. You can get a lot of information from agencies on their website. So I definitely make a start looking at that. And it can be anything from what case studies they've got, what sort of campaigns they've been working on. If you really like the sound of their ethos, I don't know exactly what it is you're looking for. But if you have a look around there, you will be amazed at the amount of different agencies there are mm-hmm. whether it's in a particular niche you might want some that have got experience in your industry or you might purposefully want an agency that doesn't have experience in your industry to bring something different but whatever it is you're looking for i'm sure you'll be bound to find yeah, it online good old good old google and um it's always good isn't it to ask for recommendations from others in your industry too i'm not necessarily talking about competitors but just people that might be within i don't know the F&B industry um, often they can make some really good recommendations those people that you're seeing at trade shows go and ask them see if they use a particular agency that they like um, and they can often have really good recommendations for you Um, and also we were talking earlier about the PRCA having um, so the PRCA is a um, trade body for the PR industry just for people that this thing probably don't know that we win the term around like everyone knows but they have an agency matchmaking service don't they so you can go there and they can help to match you up to the right agency so um there's plenty out there to choose from. And ask on LinkedIn as well. I see that a mm. lot. You know, pe- people perhaps you know don't have anyone that they can ask. But if you just put a comment out on LinkedIn, I'm sure you're bound to get some people back yeah. with their recommendations. And even if it's just a good place to start, recommendations and social media and what you found yourself on online, if that just gives you a bit of a short list for who to approach mm-hmm. in the first place, then that's a you know that's a good place to start. Yeah. So once once you've done that, it's time to to send out. The brief. Well, what what do you think? So, if what's the, what's the next best step? Do you sort of cold send out a brief to people? arrange a call what would you say is the best thing to do I think I mean for some of our clients we've worked in all different ways so I know people do do just send cold briefs I think at the moment you have a risk of it getting ignored because so many marketing agencies are so busy I think there is unless it's a really really good brief and a really decent budget you've got potential to just be ignored so I think in the first instance probably better try and set up a phone call with Mm -hmm. somebody and I'd also say before you send the brief over if you can set up a chemistry meeting because it might be that they respond to the brief perfectly but you just don't vibe with them or you just don't think Mm -hmm. they get your business so I think probably how I would do it if I was in-house now is I would do I would do initial phone calls just to see what they were like. And then if I liked the sound of them, progress to a chemistry meeting. And then if that was going well, I'd provide them with the brief. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, good point. I mean, I think, yeah, that's it. Half half of the process as well, I think, is chemistry, isn't it? A yeah. lot of the time, you know, agencies exist because they know what they're doing. All of them know what they're doing. Um and can complete work for you but it is a lot of um about the people you'll be working with exactly because you're going to be letting this agency in on all the deepest darkest secrets of your business so you're going to want to know that you can get on with them you might have to be working really long days with them um at really unsociable hours so they have to (laughs) fundamentally be nice people that you're happy to spend time with and that get how you do business yeah absolutely and and well, as we always say, we like to be an extension of the team, don't we? And it's exactly, exactly that. You want to know that you can work together as a team. Um, so once you've you've done that and you're sending out the brief, it's quite important, isn't it, to give them time to go away and digest that brief? Yeah, I can safely say that from having worked in agency for a very long time is that it really varies the amount of time you get. And I would say that 
the quality of the proposal you get back is significantly affected by how long you've given the agency. <laughs> so I would just remind marketing managers that it is a real person there beavering away trying to, to, to come up with your, your pitch proposal. So give them the amount of time that you need. I think realistically, two weeks is a good amount mm-hmm. of time that can usually work for both the agency and the client. Um, a little bit more than two weeks is always welcome. When you're getting into less than a week, that really can put the agency under quite a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And it can also make us think that perhaps this is just a box ticking exercise and that actually they already know which agency they want. In which case, if I'm already busy, I'll probably be more likely to decline. So mm. if you want to really genuinely hear from these agencies and give them the best shot, then I'd say a minimum of, of two weeks is reasonable yeah. on both sides, I think. Yeah, I think that's good. That's it. And it's, you know, you don't want to be have your brief ignored if you're giving yeah, really short timelines. And also don't be surprised once they've digested that brief, they've read through it, if they come back with questions. Yeah, I think it's a good a sign of a good agency, Jenny, if they sort mm. of challenge the brief a little bit. Definitely should have a whole long list of questions about what things mean and whether they mean this. I think that's a really good indicator, actually. Yeah, and it's they need time to do that and also don't be afraid um they might come back with some quite challenging questions and some that are quite probing about your business and and we say this a lot when we talk about the planning process as well with our clients is um don't be afraid to answer them honestly it's all confidential nothing gets shared beyond you know that kind of partnership at that time and it really is just there to help them get under the skin of your business and and to deliver something you need it's not to trip you up or to <laughs> to be nosy it is very much to help um to help them understand your business more so don't don't be afraid to answer things honestly and know that it's it's going to stay confidential and it's just for the pitch. Um, and also be clear on the deadlines and the expectations yeah. about how you want to receive the proposal and when you want it back by um, and a format that you'd prefer it in, all those sort of small logistics that will help an agency to make sure they're delivering things properly to you. Um, so then after after that, that kind of next step is, I suppose, is that shortlist reviewing the proposals and then inviting inviting an agency in or what what would you say is the best thing to do next i think it depends on the business often what works well is coming into some sort of formal presentation this is really a chance for both sides to ask more questions it's a chance for the agency to give across a little bit more color and depth than what they can just from Mm -hmm. the proposal so i think if you can do it once proposal stage has gone in and then there's a further discussion or presentation I think that can help to get the best out of both parties and you can also see whether some ideas are going to work or not because Mm. at that point you can say oh look you know perhaps and having now spoken to you and understanding a little bit more maybe we could try this instead it gives that chance for you to have that more team working collaborative approach which is what you're going to want if you're going to work together anyway um but yeah i'd say having some sort of presentation Mm. afterwards face to face is ideal but we've all been getting used to doing things on zoom and Teams, so sometimes that's fine as well yeah and that and your point there about you know actually you'll find that you'll go in and and have a chat and discuss ideas and you think actually this another idea another approach will be better um it's worth saying isn't it i think 
Most of the time, proposals and pitches can be are a demonstration of an agency understanding your your business and your objectives and coming up with creative and effective ways to meet them. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're stuck to those pitch ideas in that proposal. It, As you say, it becomes a partnership afterwards. And those ideas are very likely to evolve and change and look nothing like they did in the in that proposal stage. And that's very normal, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we do that a lot for clients. You know, we'll perhaps the, the brief has really been designed to get the best out of the agency or to get the most creative ideas from the agency, which is, you know, I absolutely understand that. And I think that's a good way to do it. But if the reality is that perhaps that's not going to be a priority now or, or you know, things have changed at the business, then it's just, it's a good way to demonstrate what the agency can do, even if it's not necessarily what they are going to be mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, there are, I mean, I have some little final do's and don'ts, but I don't know if you have anything else you think we haven't covered so far in in that pitch process. I think that's probably everything from the pitch process perspective. I think knowing exactly what it is you're looking for in a partner is probably the, uh, the mm. critical thing to, to come at it from that standpoint. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my, my final do's and don'ts, we sort of, we've covered them, but I thought as a bit of a summary were very very critical is that clear brief um with your marketing strategy which breaks down your target market um and you have that segmentation and then your business objectives um so that's a very big do do please do that do um the don't and you mentioned this earlier sophie um was don't use the pitch process as a as a fishing exercise for new ideas. No, and unfortunately, I know this happens because I've worked in house as a marketing manager at an organisation which regularly did this, and they didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I can tell you now, having worked agency side, that so much blood, sweat, and tears goes into it. If it isn't a real pitch, please don't waste agency's time doing it <laughs> because. It's, it, it's it's actually really quite unethical because agencies put a lot of time and effort into each pitch. So I'd say don't just do it as a fishing exercise. Do it because you genuinely want to get a new mm-hmm. partner. If you're doing it because you need to get more out of your current agency, I would say it's better off having a conversation with them about that and mm. saying we're considering putting it up for pitch unless we see and then go through some options. But don't just do it as a way to get ideas to juice up what your Mm. current agency is already doing because that really is quite unethical yeah or you know the alternative there is if you know pay for the time pay for an agency will be more than happy to come and brainstorm ideas with you and come up with ideas knowing that it's that's what the exercise is and you're because as you said a lot of time blood sweat and tears goes into it and it's also um you know that's what people pay for they pay for our expertise our knowledge in areas and our ability to come up with these campaigns that work so if you are using it as a fishing exercise it sort of really is taking away some of the really hard work and the years of expertise we have to do it so it's um that's a big a big don't yeah and i'd say just to add to that as well it's quite similarly linked i think is it about being realistic in your demands from the pitch mm. so and what i mean by this is i would say that it's not okay to ask for a two-year plan 
as a result of the pitch. I -hmm. think instead it would be better to say something like, give us an idea of some of the activations we might see throughout the year or show us how you could plan three months. But I think to ask for any extended periods of planning at pitch stage without a guarantee of any work Mm -hmm. is, is not okay because that's what a client would what an agency will do for the client once you're on board and once we're Mm -hmm. really fully up to speed so I don't think you wouldn't get the best plan anyway because it would be all a bit speculative yeah um so I think you're better off waiting for that and if you want to see how they plan then ask to see a plan they've done for another client and then they take out the the confidential details Mm -hmm. if you're concerned that they can't plan then ask to see evidence of how they've done it or how they might do it but I don't think it's okay to ask for things like extended periods mm. of, of planning because to see. that because that takes a long time. It really a pla- does. You know, a year, an annual plan or even like you said, a two year plan is an awful amount of time goes into that. And as you quite rightly said, it wouldn't actually be a decent one anyway because they haven't got enough information and they don't have the detail they need to create an effective plan for you. So, yeah, it's all round not going to work for anyone so yeah, yeah a really a really good point and um and the another do i've got is what we touched upon is you know do give an agency a reasonable amount of time to digest the brief ask questions and come back to you with with their ideas because the more time you can give the better the better ideas you'll get and it, again it's it's good all round but um it's an exciting time if you're at a point where you're, particularly if it's the first time you're reaching out to an agency for support, because um, it can be absolutely life-changing in terms of the support you can get, they do become an extension of your team. So um, it's really worth having that really good pitch process and and knowing what you're knowing what to expect as you walk into it, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, anything else, Sophie? Do you think we've covered everything? I think we've covered most things. I would just say. Um, as well, probably don't buy on price. I know it's tempting too, mm-hmm. but I think, especially if you're giving a good brief and you're giving an idea of a budget anyway, you won't need, you won't feel compelled to buy on price. But I think an agency offers so much more than just what the fee is. So I think consider what else you're getting, perhaps what experience they've got, what contacts they have, what value they add to your business. It's not easily comparable. Agencies are not like, you can't compare them like you can other procurement items. Mm-hmm. So it does make it tricky to buy just based on price alone. And I would also say as well, just in terms of treating people as you want to be treated yourself, is when a agency gives you some ideas, it's not okay just to use those ideas with a different provider or perhaps a cheaper provider. Yes. I'm sure if you spoke to the agency, they, they would be very happy to license the ideas to you. But or come up with something else that was similar, but not the same. But just outright taking an idea from one agency and giving it to perhaps your incumbent or perhaps the cheapest Mm -hmm. provider, that is not an acceptable way to do business. And agencies do know when it's been done. (laughs) We see everything. (laughs) Well, um, thank you, everyone, again, for joining us um, for that. That was managing the pitch process. Um, 
go away, give it a go. We hopefully have lots of success bringing on um, if it's your first agency or you needed to brush up your skills and you're bringing on um, a different agency and you've used them before. If you have any questions at all, please do reach out to us. You can contact us via the website, which is adpr.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you, whether it's questions on this particular episode or if you have any questions at all or would like us to cover something on the podcast reach out. We would love to hear from you. Um, Thank you again for joining us and we'll see you next time.